all gas, no brake. We're going to be a special team, baby. We're going for the Super Bowl. The kid stepped up. The kid stepped up. Where's two? Waggy sauce, Gardner. Hit it! Receipts. Receipts were taken and the snake was awakened. It's the Jets Way podcast, Jake. Lorenzo, Sean, back again, and it's three and two Jets Way podcast. First time above 500 in podcast history, and it, it just feels I, – I, I don't even know how to feel right now. It just feels so good. And, guys, where do we even want to start? Because I, I know how you guys are feeling right now after this. It goes without saying. I get it. The Mets – I could have told you that was coming from a mile away when they when they choked away the season uh, to the Braves. But forget the Mets because we have a football season ahead of us right now. Where do we even want to start? First, this is probably the first time that the Jets, I have more faith in the Jets than I do in in my baseball team. But that's another story for another day. Let's start with uh, 40 points. I mean – who would have thought we were putting up 40 points against the Dolphins? Not only 40 points, but 21 to zero in the fourth quarter. I think that was super impressive. And um, this defense got after in the fourth quarter, which I liked. It's been a long time since 40 points. I'm not sure the last time we scored that much, but another thing I love was the run game. We finally pounded the rock and look, it paid off. We scored 40. I also want to start off with this because I'm sick and tired of everybody. I, I listen to all these people and I, I read a lot. Oh, they beat a third string quarterback. Who have they really beaten this year? I, all the people saying that can shove it up their freaking asses right now because the amount of injuries that the Jets have had over the past couple of years. I mean, wh- where were the excuses when the Jets had to play David Fales and Luke Falk at quarterback and Joe Flacco and Mike White? All these guys that are backup third string quarterback level quarterbacks the Jets didn't get any excuses when these teams were steamrolling us every single week and we were essentially everybody's bye week. Oh, no big deal, though, right? Oh, the Jets stink. Ha ha. You guys suck. Huh? Same old Jets. Typical disaster. Now, uh, throw that out the window. Injuries happen. This is football. Cry me a river to the Miami Dolphins because that just that game right there. And I said this before the game actually started last week, Sean. I don't know if you listened to the podcast. I felt a blowout coming. Just a a little bit of a spoiler alert. I said the Jets are going to blow them out. It has all the makings of a letdown game. Now, I didn't know that some guy named Skylar Thompson was playing quarterback, but it could be Skylar Thompson or Skylar White. Skylar, whoever. As long as the Jets win, I'll take it. And they score 40 points, that's even better. But let me give you one instance where I really think that this game changed because there was a ton of positives to take away from this that we'll all address. But this game changed when that guy, uh, the kicker, Sanders, missed the field goal. It was first and 10 from about, I would say, like the Jets 40, let's just call it. That throw Zach Wilson made to Corey Davis was a big league throw. Over three guys, he fitted in a tight window, a 20-yard out route. That set the whole drive up because let me tell you something, man. If th- it, That was the drive right there. The Jets go three and out or they don't score there. I don't think we win this football game with the way it was going. That throw was a big league throw by Zach Wilson that set everything up that drive. And I'm just, and he didn't turn the ball over all day. The killer interception never came. The fumble, he was in command the whole day. 
it's coming along, man. And I, I'm so excited. Sorry, guys. It's just. I think I think wow. that's a great point. I think that's a great point. I mean, it was what 1917 at that point. That was a great throw. Uh, and if 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 they kick that field goal, you know, that's when the, the the same old jet, you know, story start, you know, start getting in, and and we're down 20 to 17 to a backup or 2019 to a back a third string quarterback, and you start thinking, is it going to happen again? But you know, luckily they missed the field goal, and yeah, man, you're right about Zach Wilson. I mean, we we talked about it all all off season that with all this, the, the additions, um, you know, it's the receiving room, the running backs, like he doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes. He just has to play consistent football and, and not turn the ball over and, and make the throws when he needs to. And um, I think yesterday was a good showcase of how he can play moving forward. Um, obviously relying on the running game and play action, things like that. But um, you know, he, he made a lot of big throws yesterday and, and obviously no turnovers helps a lot. Certainly don't apologize for getting excited. Yeah. We waited, we waited uh, a long so time happy. to genuinely <laughs> to genuinely feel excited. And you guys are right about Zach. He just did what he, what he needed to do yesterday. He didn't make a risky play, he just took the throws and made made really good throws when he needed to. And the young guys played well, which I'm sure we'll get into, but it's just, you know, things are looking up and it's it's fun. And I just want to get to this offensive line because Dwayne Brown, welcome to the Jets. What a debut for Dwayne Brown. And when was the last time that we could sit here and say the Jets didn't have a holding penalty on the offensive line? They had the one false start where everybody moved besides the center. Oh, well, that happens, but no holding penalties. Dwayne Brown held up his end of the agreement. Elijah Vera Tucker, best player on the team, the team MVP. This guy, three straight weeks, three straight positions in the offensive line, never played right tackle. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen that are listening at home? He's the right tackle moving forward. This is this is the offensive line. I don't want to hear anybody when George Fant comes back or Max Mitchell gets back. This, this is it right here. This is the line. AVT is our right tackle. Dwayne Brown is our left tackle. This guy, Nate Herbig, they might have something in this guy that they got from the Eagles. Let me tell you something. He's their best guard right now with Elijah Vera Tucker playing right tackle because this guy, Lankin Tomlinson, in the first half was brutal. In the second half, it got a little bit better. But this is the line. Let them get their continuity. Let AVT keep getting reps at right tackle. This is it. I don't want to screw with this offensive line now. I don't care who's coming back in the coming weeks. This is it until further notice, until I see something that says that this shouldn't be the offensive line moving forward because guys, this was, and Zach Wilson, the first half, it was a little, you know, the offensive line wasn't great, but you know, just getting your toes wet. If you're Dwayne Brown, first time playing with each other, Miami, that guy, Christian Wilkins is a jailer. Oh my God. Every game we play against this guy, he does something dating back. I think he was the guy with Mark Sanchez from a couple of years ago. He was throwing the interceptions too. Um, I could be mistaken, but he just, he's a jet killer. That guy, the, the offensive line, Big, big, big props to the offensive line yesterday. Yeah, man. Shout out to Dwayne Brown. And, and we were we were skeptical of him even playing the season. He played great. He played great. Um, I remember, like, I think it was like a Brees Hall, maybe like 15-yard run um, on the side of the field where, like, he was a, a lead block there and he was moving. He was he was moving guys out the way. And, um, yeah, Lincoln Lake, Lake Tomlinson definitely did not have a great first half. Definitely needs to improve. Um, but, yeah, shout out to – Props to you, Jake, because you you mentioned Elijah Vera Tucker a lot earlier than a lot of people um, mentioned him. And like you said, three different positions um, in three different weeks. And he's played tremendously, like zero pressures yesterday, obviously zero sacks. Like you you really can't ask for a better performance um, from an offensive lineman. I'm definitely down to leave, leave the line the way it is because I've been preaching continuity 
for a while. And they just have to get reps and be good for the running game and for Zach. But Dwayne Brown could have sat on his couch and collected a check from us, guaranteed money. But he opted for no surgery and and he came back. So big props to him. Uh, that's big. If we were zero and four, Dwayne Brown ain't playing this year. <laughs> they were they were two and two. I'm I'm fully convinced. I think Dwayne Brown saw that game in Pittsburgh and was like, oh, we might have something here. Let me come back and give this a whirl. And thank goodness gracious he did because bro. He's the left tackle moving forward. And like I said, Elijah Vera Tucker, he's not going anywhere. This guy is a tackle. We traded up for this guy. He's playing tackle. He might even be better at tackle than he was at guard, believe it or not. He played outstanding at guard, at tackle yesterday, especially on the right side. I'm not screwing with that. So that's the offensive line, major props. No holding penalties. I can't remember the last time that's even been a thing with the Jets. No stupid personal foul penalties either yesterday. Whoop. It was the Dolphins that were committing all the stupid penalties with all those face masks. It was amazing to see somebody else doing that. But um, another point I just wanted to make, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. We finally got the, the Brees Hall breakout star in the making game. Michael Carter excelled in his role. I, I think that and, and I, I listen to a lot of Jet fans that and I talk to a lot of Jet fans from over the generations. It seems like there's never been a running back duo quite like this. And in my lifetime and in our lifetime, because we're all the same age here, I can't remember a team with this much young talent on it. Seriously, it, it, it is just such a joy to watch. Every, it, like We are excited to watch the games every week, and we're expecting to win these games. We've never felt like this, man. I know, seriously. Hey, it's, it's, a new, it's a new time in, in, in Jets, I guess, Jets fandom, Jets history, whatever you want to call it. But I guess like the, the RB duo that I remember, we're watching uh, with Sean Green, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Um, there was a Chris Ivory, Bilal Powell duo. Obviously, there were a lot of injuries there, and those guys weren't as, as good, in my opinion. But um, Brees Hall, is, the, the takeover is here. Obviously, Michael Carter is, you know, had two touchdowns um, and, and really excelled at his role. And, you know, I really love, like, like Michael Carter still, even though if it's just a third down back kind of guy, he, he's a guy who, who can miss, uh, make people miss, break a lot of tackles. Like, that's something that, um, shouldn't go under the radar, but um, yeah, man, shout out to shout out to Do- Joe Douglas for for putting this amount of young talent together. You know, obviously a couple of years ago we were very skeptical um, of a lot of things in the process in general, but um, he's really hit a lot of home runs in these past two drafts. I don't really think it's a homer take to say what other team has as much young talent as the Jets because they have some real potential with Sauce, Breeze, Jermaine Johnson. Like, there's some real dogs that could AVT. And God forbid Zach turns into that real dog that we hope he could be. But, man, it's looking real good. And it's not just really the, the early pick. Bro, this guy, Michael Carter, the second in the secondary, that guy is an absolute beast. Like, those were the type of guys we weren't drafting in years past, those guys on day three. Michael Carter, the second, is damn good. And I'm glad you brought up the defense because we need to get to them. Sauce Gardner, I, I, I think this guy might be the best first-round pick we've had since Darrell Rivas. I, I think I'm, I'm at a loss of words at this point with Sauce. This guy is freaking amazing. And anybody out there that tells me that Devin Lloyd of the Jacksonville Jaguars should be the defensive rookie of the year needs to just go check themselves somewhere because I'm not here for that. Let me tell you something. The Jets would not be 3-2 and two without Sauce Gardner. If they didn't have Sauce Gardner – this I don't know where we would be because this secondary last year was the worst in the NFL. And I get it. DJ Reed's played well. BS penalty on DJ Reed yesterday. We'll get to all this, the stupid calls against the, the Jets. 
That was ri- ridiculous. But that one right before halftime was terrible. And the fact that that one wasn't called on Corey Davis was an insult to just, just about everything. But without sauce, bro, we wouldn't be anywhere right now. The amount of plays that guy has made, we don't win the game in Pittsburgh without sauce and we don't win yesterday's game without sauce either. Man. I mean, listen, Jake, you said it a couple, couple, couple years ago, we needed a playmaker, a cornerback guy who could either inter- intercept the ball or just make things happen. And listen, Sauce made two things happen yesterday. He got a safety um, and obviously got an interception that led to a touchdown. And then those are that's that's nine points right there. That is nine points right there. And that's something that this defense has needed for years It's guys who can either intercept the ball or, or make things happen. And, um, you know, last year we we let up the most points uh, for defense in the entire league and um, things are def- definitely looking better. And that's obviously props to sauce, but man, it's scary how good he can be. And it's only what been five weeks. It, it's, it's really, you know, it's really going to be supposed to be this good. Yeah. He's not, especially rookie cornerbacks too, man. It's just insane. How, how better cornerbacks was the last two years. And now it's like a strength of the team and they're up there for the best duo in the, in the league. And you guys said it. he's, he's this good five weeks in, like, just imagine how good this guy can be. And Hill and Waddle, Pretty much shut down yesterday. Yeah, they're playing their thirteen quarterback, but he's he's got some big tests with so far this year with Jamar Chase and that duo this past week. But looking good. Yeah, sauces. I love that guy. Still have some shirts left over. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'll put. Maybe we gotta give some away or something like that. I don't know. But sauce is just ah, such a stud. I gotta give another shout out to somebody else yesterday that showed up. Carl Lawson. Welcome to the franchise, my man. You're back. It, it, you can play after all. Hit the quarterback seven times. Sack, force fumble. He was all over that quarterback yesterday. Welcome. It is great to see you after. I guess you just needed a month to get back into shape and get your legs under you. He was him, John Franklin Myers, Quinton Williams, Sheldon Rankins. The, this guy, the Dolphins offensive line yesterday, and I get it, this guy Armstead. And give me the, the best is you see these Dolphin fans. Oh, our left tackle was injured. Oh, really? Your left tackle was injured. <laughs> Which one of our – do you not know that, how many left tackles have we been through this year? You're going to tell me about your left tackle being injured. Huh? And, and it was just – it was and what made it even better was when Armstead got hurt, it was a little nugget that the broadcast didn't even bring up. Uh, Brandon Shell was the backup. I don't know if you guys remember that jet legend. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he was in the game. Um, I didn't notice that. But, yeah, I mean, listen, man, this, this defensive front, I mean, this has – this is probably the most complete game they've had so far. Um, and it just shows the potential we have on this defense. If they can rush to, you know, hit the quarterback, make him, you know, throw the ball um, when he doesn't need to, that's that's going to open up a lot of things. And I think Carl Lawson is second in the league right now in quarterback hits um, behind behind Nick Bosa. I could be wrong there. And, but, and he did nothing for the first, like, two weeks of the season, three weeks of the season. Yeah, which is, which is crazy. But um, also shout-out to Bryce Huff. I think, again – his his addition to this team has really changed a lot. Um, again, shout out to Jake. He adds an element of speed um, that we need to this pass rush. And, um, you know, he needs to be on the field as well. I was going to bring up Bryce Huff as well. When when they put him in, I was on a passing place, but it's him, him and Carl on the outside and they kick JFM in with, with Quinnen. And their numbers when, it, when it's them for rushing is like, I forgot what the numbers were. I should have. It's way better. I know something. you're talking. I saw the same thing. But it's really good. It's really scary. But absolutely love the big game from Carl. And uh, man, I can't wait to watch these guys play. Watch these guys play more. 
And let me tell you about another stud that doesn't really get talked about a lot on that defense. Quan Alexander is a baller, bro. This guy hits people till to the next zip code. Once a game, bro, he is making a huge play that impacts the game. Again, fourth down and what was it, two, I think, when the Dolphins were going for it. He was right there in the backfield. He plays so much faster than Mosley does. And I, I don't want to see less of Quan Alexander. I get it. Quincy Williams might be coming back soon. I'm not sure if it's this week. And Quincy did look good his last game um, that he did play against Cincinnati. But, bro, Quan Alexander is a stud and should not come off. He needs to be out there almost every single snap because this guy is uh, was a godsend from the football gods to the Jets. He has been great. And C.J. Mosley, I got on him a little bit last week um, and then up until this week. He made a huge play on a third down yesterday. I don't know if you, you guys saw it. I actually I texted you about this, Lorenzo. It was a big third down. I think the Jets were up by seven at this point. I think it might have been like 9-2 or something mm-hmm. like that, or I, I, I forget. It was a big third down, and Mosley saw what the play was going to be, stood right in front of the marker, that receiver ran like, like kind of like a curl route right in front of the marker, maybe a yard or two in front. He came right up, made the tackle. The Dolphins punted the ball. A huge third down to force three and out to get the Jets off the field. So to see the linebackers playing better and the defense overall, I get it before halftime. I didn't like that whole, that two-minute drill, that Skyler time. That was bad. I mean, it was aided a lot by that stupid penalty um, that the refs called. It's a stupid ticky-tack penalty. And then that lucky tip pass that uh, – I forget who the Jet defensive lineman was. I think it was uh, Sheldon Rankin's. He tipped it right into uh, the receiver's hands on third and two. But, um, you know, it's just this defense overall yesterday, it looked like everybody was on the same page. And I tell you what, I don't, I'm just speculating here. Lorenzo and I, we talked about it last week a little bit. It looked like Salah had a little bit of a play sheet in his hands uh, against the Steelers. I didn't look too hard yesterday because I was just so excited by everything else. I think Sal is getting into these defensive meetings a little bit more. I mean, this is a big turnaround from where we started when the season began, especially in that Cleveland game. Oh yeah. And I think yesterday, like obviously before the half, that's was not great. Um, But I thought the defense made a lot of good tackles when we absolutely needed it to get off the field. Um, Obviously Quan Alexander, CJ Mosley made a couple nice plays, but um, that's what you look for in a defense. You know, obviously, you know, it's the NFL people are going to give you're going to give up points, but um, when you got to get up the field and, and third and long or, or, you know, when it's on, on their side of the field, um, that's what we really want to see. And um, yeah, I think, I think Salah's, you know, getting, getting into those meetings. I think, I believe he called, or at least um, called that first play that the, the sauce um, blitz um, for, for the safety. I, I want to say that um, he called that and mentioned that in the, the post game um, interview as well. So some of the snap counts on the defensive line were up to, I don't know if that was because maybe they were down a lot and, just when they were when they had to throw the ball, maybe just a like a scheme thing against them, but that's definitely good to see as well. I think they realize they need to get the best players on the field. And Quinton Williams, I don't know what got into him. I think that argument with the coach honestly unlocked whatever potentially he has been. He has been a different player since the argument with the coach on the sideline. He really has. He looks like the best player. I think Sauce is their best player on defense. I, I'll debate it. Sauce, we wouldn't, I don't know where we'd be without Sauce and, and Elijah Vera Tucker in particular. Those guys have been, I think, our two best players this year. But Quinton Williams, he looks like one of the best defensive linemen in football ever since that, that fight with the coach. It, isn't that crazy? Contract year <laughs> Bring, brings a lot of uh, energy out. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to know what that coach said to him. To, if that like, it, like awakened the sleeping giant in Quinton Williams. I've never seen him play like this. 
I mean, talk about that uh, that stiff arm on on Tyreek Hill. I know that oh, was, I know that was great. I know that was great to see for all the all the Jet fans. It, it was like some people like church as just like a nice suit. That was like, <laughs> oh, it was beautiful to see Tyreek Hill spurn the Jets like that. To see the Jets whipping them from post to post in our home stadium in front of our home crowd. Tyreek Hill throwing up the deuces. See Sauce pick off the ball, throw up the deuces on the sideline. You see that? I don't know if you guys saw that, but he picked it off. He's throwing up the peace sign like Tyreek Hill does. And Tyreek Hill giving us that bulletin board material. Who? And to see the team really rally around that in the last play, Quinn and Williams, uh, he finally, they picked up a fumble for a change to see Quinn and Williams just throw him to the ground like a rag doll. It got me. So I, I, I think that was the most excited I got throughout the whole game because that was just so poetic and that's type of stuff usually happens to the jets and to see us doing it to other teams yesterday was beautiful and poetic justice thank you for pointing that out i feel like uh, and, and just going off tyree kill i feel like a lot of the jet players took that personally what he what he said um and it obviously showed in the field but if you see like some of the you know obviously michael carter did the waddle after his touchdown oh, like, i showed. felt like like i felt like that was like like they showed me something with that because it's like that shows confidence and, and it's more of like a, it, a this is a back to our purchase days, but a FU sandwich to the Miami Dolphins. That was yeah. a, a, a nice thing to see. We got our division win and it was at home. We finally got a win at home and it was against the Dolphins. I mean, what more can you ask for? I got to be honest with you yesterday. I think the most nervous I was was not with Tyree Gill out there. It was Raheem Mostert. We couldn't. He was getting me nervous, man. I thought he was ready to break one because the Jets are, we'll talk about the Packers next week and just real quick, because we'll, we'll talk about them obviously later on this week to preview the game. But uh, Aaron Jones, let me tell you something, man, he's a fast running back. I think the Jets might struggle a little bit with those, those quicker running backs. So the Jets better come ready to tackle, but Mostert had me worried because we weren't stopping him for the second and third quarter. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was looking like his, uh, back in his 49er days there. When he went 80 yards against the Jets <laughs> in MetLife Stadium yeah. on, the, on their first, how can I forget? He was, he was, he looked like he had some juice there. I was, yeah, you're right. I was getting nervous, but, um, wow. What, I mean, what a game, like you really couldn't ask for a better performance, um, especially against a division team and, um, man, it, this team just needed a little bit of confidence. Obviously Salah mentioned the receipts earlier on in the year and, you know, this is what, this is, this is when you got to start hitting the, you know, hitting the ground running. Let's see if we can get a nice little, uh, multi-game winning streak here. Back-to-back weeks being fourth quarter demons i mean that's that's where football games are won the fourth quarter obviously but uh next week another great rb duo so like jake mentioned they it's gonna be tough to stop their own over there one last comment about this week before we turn the page on to next week one more quick little shout out here obviously the coaching staff deserves a ton of credit but an overlooked area i think of this game how about those special teams yesterday Oh my goodness, the field position in the first half. Braden, man, well, welcome to the Jets ever since week one. He, he, he might be going to the Pro Bowl this year as a punter at this rate. And Justin Hardy brings no other value to the team on defense, but on special teams, that guy is elite as a special teamer. He has been phenomenal. And Braxton Berrios, too, on these returns. And it was nice to actually use Braxton Berrios some, some, in some capacity on offense yesterday. But a nice return off the punt. The special teams have been awesome. Zerline money as a kicker keep it up but um wow what i didn't see this coming from the special teams unit all this year yeah i mean neither did i but um again that's how you become a good team it's the little things like special teams and 
you know, making the extra points and kicking field, like those things matter. And I feel like the Jets haven't really had that in the past. And, um, you know, that's what make, again, that's what makes a good team, a good team. You got to do the little things and field position and those things like that. So I'm glad it's finally happening to us. Wasn't looking good after the first week, but Hey, it's the adjustments. It's the little things like you guys said, and they're in a good spot right now. The special teams click on, on all cylinders. And let me tell you guys something right now. And, and I say that I said this to Lorenzo last week, Sean, there's really no other than, uh, you know what? Give me Buffalo and give me Kansas city. What are the great teams really are there in the NFL? They're not there, right? Not there. I'm telling you, man, you know what? You want to tell me that the jets don't have a chance to beat Buffalo either time this year at MetLife stadium or in Buffalo. Fine. Hats off to those guys. You know, we're, we're working, you know, we're, 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 we're getting there. But outside of them two, I don't see a game on this schedule where I don't say, oh, well, the Jets shouldn't even – we can't win that game. Like, I'm showing up every – I am feeling every single week, hey, I think the Jets can win this game. I'm expecting the Jets to win this game. And why should that be any different for the – are the Packers really that good this week? No. No. This game on Sunday went from being, oh, we might get blown out by 42. You know what? I think the Jets should win this game on Sunday. The Packers don't do anything that spectacular to where the Jets should feel overmatched, in my opinion. I think if we go in there and clean up a few little things, we already, it looks like we cleaned up the penalties from uh, where we were last week. That's a great start. If we can just stop with this two-minute offense before halftime and get rid of those points, I think that would be great. I think this is the Jets' first real big test against the uh, – I get it. The Jets, uh, like I said, it's not an excuse for the backup quarterbacks and whatnot, but Aaron Rodgers is obviously – a different breed than those other guys, but this is a big test for the Jets, and this is another chance to make a statement against the Green Bay team, who I wish they weren't this motivated, but you know what? That's the NFL. I don't think they're that good. I don't think they – if you look at the teams as a roster, I don't think the Packers roster is that much better than what the Jets have on paper. I really don't. I can even make the case I think the Jets have better players on offense than the Packers do. Hey, man, you know my motto, any given Sunday, um, and obviously the Jets have shown that not only can they win these games, but they can come back and win these games. And um, the Packers just let up a huge uh, lead to the, you know, the Giants in London. And um, yeah, I think you're right. I think um, especially this Miami game, we pretty we we played complimentary football. Um, and that's what we ha- really didn't see in the first four weeks. We had our moments here and there, obviously the comebacks and things like that. But I felt like this game against the Dolphins was our best overall game in terms of complimentary football. And if we can, if the guys can start believing in that and, and, and keep moving forward, I think we have a shot against the Packers and, um, and, and you're right, Jake, I don't think there's any team on the schedule, obviously against the, um, besides the bills that we don't go in and say, I think we can compete. And I, th- I don't think we can like win this game. Yeah. Whenever you're playing a Hall of Fame quarterback, obviously it's going to be a big challenge, but the Packers are not world beaters. Obviously, it's going to be tough playing in Lambeau. But I think if we could just stop the run because they're going to try to pound the ball against us and they don't really have the weapons on on offense, like receiver-wise, very young over there. But we got to compete in this game and, dare I say, win. Let me tell you guys something. If you look at the schedule, at Green Bay this week, at Denver next week, you go one and one. I get it. If they lose the Packers this week, it depends how they lose. Of course, obviously I'll be mad whenever they lose, but if you tell me one and one fine, we're, we're, what are we, what would that bring us to four and three? You know what, Robert Sala, you want to take your seats on everybody and, and say all this. 
what a great time it would be to come back at home at four and three against, and you just won your first divisional game at home against the Miami Dolphins. And what did I say to you, Lorenzo, last week? There's not, I love beating the Miami Dolphins. Don't get me wrong, but there's nothing I love more than beating Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Wouldn't that just be amazing if the Jets could have a four and three record? You know what? We're right there with Miami and the rest of the AFC to come back home after a big road win. And and I would love both. Don't get me wrong. But if you can get me one of them on the road in the next two weeks with the record above 500 and to just blow the doors off of Bill Belichick at MetLife Stadium, that would just be like better than any church I could attend on a Sunday. That would be put all the receipts and gather all the receipts, Salah, because that's the game. And then Salah. Take the receipts of the other teams mocking you every single week, not the fans that have watched this garbage throughout the years. You know, the receipts of them and all the stupid analysts, the so Brady Quinns and of the world, Brian Costello, you know, keep keep picking the Jets to lose, people. Every single week you see the the, the picks, right, that the NFL puts out there. No one picks the Jets. Keep, keep, keep picking against the Jets, please. All right? Seriously, keep doing that. Those are the receipts, Sal. Put them all in the middle and go beat Bill Belichick. Uh, to get the five and three, that would just be wow. Hey man, five and three don't sound too bad. It does not sound too bad. Bill Belichick, that does not sound bad at all. And obviously, we'll, we'll be there at the game, so that would be even better. <laughs> that, oh, we will. Be even, that would be even better. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited. It's listen, I three and three and two. That's we're 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 solid right now, and we just got to keep the momentum going, keep keep progressing, keep growing as a team, and. Um, hopefully just stay healthy and everything will work itself out. Bill Belichick is due for uh Jets loss. That's for sure. But uh, Spanking. I like to take it one Sunday at a time, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that game. It's going to be great being there, man. I, I really can't wait. Get me, get me one of these next two games. Get me one of them. Prefer both, but get me one of them. Battle of the the Battle of the LaFleur brothers. Don't don't forget that. I really I'm I really don't think the Packers are that good of a team. Maybe they are. I just I don't see it. And I love Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they haven't they've kind of played down to their competition, if we're being honest. I mean, from what they've showed, it's how can you call them some some great team because they're not. I mean, what players other than any of these receivers, the Jets receivers have done a great job. Uh, corners have done a great job this year. These receivers really, uh, unless I'm missing something. Listen, we just, I mean, yeah, the, the first couple of games, first five games, you know, Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. The Jets have fared well against those guys so far. Um, obviously, we just got to stop Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. But, um, yeah, I agree. Did you guys catch what Alexander said on from the Packers? Oh, set? I did, and, and I was going to get to that. I, I yeah. was going to get to that on yeah. uh, on later this week. And Aaron Rodgers got mad at him too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, more Bolton boy. Listen, everybody, Salah's exactly. keeping the receipts. These guys, you know, bro, keep picking against the Jets. I urge all these people, please keep picking against our team. We're yeah. taking receipts. Everybody loves a good under underdog story. Bro, I'm telling you, like, once <laughs> once this guy said he's taking receipts, I'm, it's just <laughs> I, I haven't believed what I've seen since. 
I haven't been this optimistic and I, I don't, I don't know in t- over 10 years, bro. It's unfamiliar territory for, for everyone. And there are guys. It's beautiful. <laughs> we deserve it. Finally. Got to give Bob Sala some credit here too. I absolutely am. Yeah. I really, well, listen, what do I say every week? I really hope I'm wrong about yeah. this guy and there's no doubt they're playing for him. A million percent. But yeah, definitely more to come. We will be back later this week talking more about the game against the Packers on Sunday, which is a very winnable game for the Jets all of a sudden. And it's just a great time to be a Jet fan. Great time to listen to the Jets Way podcast. Finally, some positivity on this podcast. I didn't get angry about anything on this pod. We have really come quite a long way um, from where we started this thing. And, and it's only just begun. And I'm just... I can't. Is it Sunday already for next week? I, it's just I can't wait for these games all of a sudden, guys. And um, we will talk later this week. If you know you listen this far, I keep saying this every week, but leave us that five star review on Apple Podcasts. Definitely helps out the program a great deal, guys. Great talking it. Great talking again, like always. And uh, sorry about those Mets, but don't worry, the Yankees are on tomorrow night on Thursday. Ooh. We we got to record this <laughs> podcast Wednesday because. Or actually, uh, we'll, we'll talk about when the next podcast will be. But sorry again about the Mets, but <laughs> we have a football season to worry about now. Take it easy, and as always, go Jets. Jets.